This is your dose of daily market wisdom with master trader Nick Santiago. Starting from humble beginnings, Nick has been beating the markets for over two decades. He shares with you his take on the profitable trades that will have you moving towards financial freedom in no time at all. To see an in-depth review of his track record and much more, go to inthemoneystocks.com. Welcome. This is your daily dose of daily market wisdom with master trader Nick Santiago. I'm Kerry Lutz. Today is 10 1 21, show number 326. Well, September has come and gone, Nick. Do you think October could be any worse? Well, October could be worse. It's always a possibility. The one thing I, I will say about this current market, though, with the September sell off is that the amount of bears out there has just become enormous. I've never seen the sentiment change so quickly on, you know, a 5% pullback. So markets topped out on September 2nd. Now I do think technology could be under further pressure if yields rise, but I've never seen the amount of bears, you know, people have gotten so bearish so quickly and that's rather remarkable. Um, and I think that's a, you got to be careful when that happens. The old saying is when everybody goes to one side of the boat, Nick Santiago wants to be on the other side. All right. Time to become a raging bull, Nick. <laughs> well, I wouldn't be a raging bull, but I'll tell you what, I'm not as bearish as I was. And um, just for that one reason alone, when I see everybody going, and I mean everybody on all the talking heads on the financial news networks, you see every article out there. This is the crash. This, And I just said, well, you know, when you see that stuff, you got to, you know, if everybody's looking at the same thing, it's usually not going to happen. Hey, we know this. We, uh, we know the old saying, and this has proven true so many times, even recently, Nick, uh, stocks climb on a wall of worry. This bull market has been the most negative most slammed bull market, other than we probably say this, we probably said this about the last five of them, but this one in particular, with everything bad happening in the world, in the country, the economy contracting, all these things, and yet stocks go up. That's right. It's been the most hated bull market in history. I, I'll just put it out there like that. And it's been going on since March 2009. Every sell-off has led to a short squeeze to a new high. And I'm not saying we're going to make a new high right away. Um, and I'm not even sure that we won't pull back further. But what I would say is every single time this has happened, and this was a year, 2021 has been a very, very tough year. It's been a tough year for me. I'll be the first to admit it. I've been more cautious this year than I have been in the last 12. And rightfully so, because we see bear markets take place in many, many sectors. Remember the SPACs earlier this year, they were the hottest things uh, ever created. And now they're in the biggest bear market you ever seen. You can't give away a SPAC now. Then you had the micro caps. Then you had um, commodities. Now nobody likes commodities. It's just been one of those markets where you just constantly get money rotation out of one place into another, but the major indexes hold up for the most part. And, um, you know, we continue to see that. And right now, um, you know, we've had a good pullback in September, but it's nothing more than a pullback at this stage of the game. Could it turn into something more? Sure. But at this stage, it has not. All right. Well, cryptos, uh, what do we got there with cryptos? They kind of have rebounded off the low, off that resistance. Yeah, cryptos are having actually a really, really good session today. They're up about 8%. So Bitcoin is up, I think, 3,600 points. That Ethereum is up about 7.5% as we speak, up about 226 points. So 
it's a really nice move um, for the cryptos today. And then when you look at the Bitcoin chart, we went down and tested that 40,000 level. I said that level needs to hold to live to fight another day and uh, made a slight higher low uh, basically on the 29th of September. And then you had a bounce yesterday and a very big bounce today. So cryptos live in the fight another day. They still are hanging in there pretty well. And as long as they stay over 40,000, they're fine. If they break that level, though, watch out below. Well, I think it's going to be interesting here because we're getting close to the 50,000 level. We're going to see it break the 50,000 again and then run out of steam. All these people are going to jump in and then perhaps go lower. Could well, could well be the case, put it that well, way. Here, here's the big problem when you get up to around that 50 to 52,000 area. If you remember on September 7th, uh, Bitcoin uh, actually went as high as 53,125 on the futures, and then it reversed in a mega sell-off. And the sell-off that occurred that day was a big volume decline, wide range bar on the chart. So if you look at the daily chart, just remember September 7th. It's going to take a lot to get back up through there, but it's trying. So really what I think is going to happen right now or best case scenario for Bitcoin, if it wants to go higher, would be to stall out here and go sideways and consolidate. And then you can get through that resistance point at 50,000. Without consolidation, I don't see it getting through. So you need to get sideways consolidation to break 50K, which makes total sense because uh, it's got to consolidate. It's really been in a bearish kind of wedge type pattern the past uh, several months. That's right. And that September sell -off, September 7th sell-off was a big one. Um, you know, it occurred not only did it occur on volume, but we actually went down and made a new low after that. And obviously we went and tested the 40,000 uh, level, which was done on the 21st, which happened to ironically be right around the uh, equinox. So, so far that level is held and, you know, Bitcoin is, is still hanging in there pretty well right now. So we'll give it the benefit of the doubt. I never want to uh, condemn anything, but if it breaks certain levels, then, you know, it's going down to the next level. Yeah. It's just interesting that it's caught in this, in this range. It's a 25% it's a range, basically, which for Bitcoin is, is not a big deal. That's a narrow range for Bitcoin. So we'll, we'll see if it breaks out. Uh, wouldn't surprise me either way. But my inclination is, I think, forces are lining up against it. But we'll see. Hey, so we got a new therapeutic, which is almost as effective as the Regeneron. Probably cost three times as much. And uh, this is uh, going to hit... Uh, Moderna and Biotech and uh, BioNTech and I guess J&J. &J. You know, I read that uh, Pfizer from the vaccine uh, has this year will uh, make $26 billion. Moderna will make $14 billion. It's incredible. The numbers that that's incredible for something that I don't even know if it's that effective. Um, you know, you have to just uh, look at this stuff and, and just wonder. But today we're seeing Moderna down 11 percent. It's a 43 point decline. BioNTech, which is really the company that makes that Pfizer vaccine, they're down 9 percent with a 25 point decline. And then you have a company that doesn't have a vaccine yet out, Novavax. It's a little bit of a different uh, delivery system. Uh, that one is down 27 points. That's down 13 percent. And again, um, you know, you have the Regeneron uh, monoclonal antibodies 
um, you know, that that actually is very effective against uh, COVID. I've, I've known a few people that have had that treatment and it worked out well for them. And then you have this new Merck vaccine, which everybody or this Merck pill, which is good for late stage uh, people. And, um, you know, that that stock is having a great day today, up over nine percent. So uh, I can't tell you the last time I seen Merck pop this much. But either way, that that's a positive that's positive news. So it looks like uh, COVID now might take a back seat here and instead of being a the headline story each and every day they did um you know honestly silver got well we'll talk about gold first here um both gold and silver were down a couple of days ago on the 29th of september and yesterday gold caught a monster bid to the upside and today it's actually holding up pretty well it's up five and a half points as we speak on the futures uh not a bad move that's about a little over three tenths of one percent Silver, which got crushed on the 29th of September, had a monster day yesterday, and it's up another 2.4% today. So silver's roaring back today, and um, that's a nice little move there. I like everything I'm seeing in the silver chart. I own SLV full and fair disclosure to everybody, um, so I am you know, talking my own book here a little bit. But um, it is a very, very good move. And if you could get above the September 29th uh, high pivot, which was right around on the futures I believe that was $22.56. Silver's got some upside momentum. Yeah, which is interesting because a couple of days ago, we were kind of uh, bleak on it, but they're both up. And like you said, silver is you know, up over a percent on the day, which is a big move for silver. You know, it was below 22. Now it's mid 22s. And what's interesting is there's a theory that there's this thing called the physical floor, which means that the paper price of these metals can only go so low and then and then it uh, it hits that physical floor and it bounces back and we've seen this over and over again which may be why uh why it can't go uh, a lot lower i don't know well we'll we'll see right now i mean i'm not all that familiar with the physical floor but what i look at is the chart and when you look at say we'll use silver for this instance um when you look at the weekly chart we went down there into that 2150 level on silver futures but there were two major pivots made back in um november of 2000 at the end of of november in 2020 and you also had a major pivot uh going back to september uh mid-september 2020 and you had a breakout bar going all the way back to july of 2020. So there's a lot of support in that general $22 range. And uh, we breached it briefly uh, earlier this week. And now we're above that uh, important level. So, you know, um, like we always say, you got to take these levels out on a closing basis. That has not happened for silver. So it lives to fight another day. Yeah. lives, uh, And that's uh, often all you can say about uh, various various markets is uh, live to fight another day. Um I just have a feeling that uh, perhaps we're heading towards the fourth quarter, traditionally a bullish time seasonality-wise for gold and silver. Interesting that uh, this this summer we didn't see any uh, bullish reversals in the metals. We saw them go down, and perhaps uh, perhaps uh, things are returning back to normal because summer bull runs in the metals were really unusual didn't happen much except for the past couple of years. In any event, uh, if you want to find out more about this subject and a lot of others, uh, you got to go over to inthemoneystocks.com, find out how Nick has beaten the averages for decades, and check out the Twitter feeds at ITMS, at NickSantiago01, and at Kerry Lutz. 
and emails are welcome. Please send them to kl at kerryletz.com. Nick, have a great weekend. We'll talk to you Monday. This, this is, is your, your dose, dose of daily market, market wisdom, wisdom with master, master trader, trader Nick Santiago. Santiago. Starting from humble beginnings, Nick has been beating the markets for over two decades. He shares with you his take on the profitable trades that will have you moving towards financial freedom in no time at all. To see an in-depth review of his track record and much more, go to InTheMoneyStocks.com.